We don't have to record from a couple hundred miles away. I'm uh I could sack tap Ultra right now if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you're drinking coffee though, so you're not gonna do that. You'll spill your drink. Uh, I made my way to Chicago. Got a drink weekend. in my hand. You bumping? You pushing on me? You pushing on me? We're we are recording on uh, Saturday morning, August nineteenth. So Kyrie is still Cavalier. Lamelo's not a Houston Rocket yet. Jerseys just got released, or I guess jerseys are still leaking out, but new jerseys are coming Many out leaks. more. Uh, the uh, schedule has been set. You can start buying tickets to your favorite games, and we're finally uh, bringing another podcast. It's been a few weeks here. It's kind of mm-hmm. the dog days of the NBA season, but it's starting to pick up. Had some had some road trips ourselves, a little vacations time, so. Yeah. It took a few weeks off. We only we owe it to ourselves too to to take a few breaks. Yes, this is a very demanding <laughs> podcast, and we're we're refreshed and ready to roll. So let's uh, we're gonna start with some Kyrie Lebron talk because Kyrie still wants out. Him and Lebron have met, bumped into uh, each other in Miami. Yeah, just happenstance happened to run into each other, and uh, wine could not bring them back together. Which. I'm just going to – I'm I'm like full on the this is orchestrated by LeBron. Those two are still tight. You think it's Saboteur? He's Saboteur. He's sabotaging the Cavs. But he's yeah. the Saboteur. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's just, Kyrie's cool with it. I don't think Kyrie wants to like just be chilling in Cleveland on his own. No, um, he definitely doesn't want to chill. Not with K-Love. I guess he'd be with K-Love. But. He does not, no one wants to be chilling in Cleveland on their own. You're getting solo there. That's a sad, sad situation to be a part of. So, as it stands now, it's looking like the Cavs are still looking for deals. I just don't see one happening before the season starts. Oh, damn, really? Yeah, I don't think so. I I think it it's happens like... in the season. I think the asking price is too high right now. And unless Phoenix... You know, who knows what Phoenix has put on the table and what the Cavs have discussed with them, but if they really aren't willing to put Josh Jackson in this and that's the holdup, I, I just don't get it, I guess. Um, if you have a chance to get Kyrie and you're giving up Josh Jackson and Eric Bledsoe, maybe maybe the Cavs are asking for more and that's why it's not happening, but I just I feel like that would have happened. Makes sense. Um, I don't know if, like, it just I, the only thing I can see is, like, from a basketball sense, like, if the phoenix is like really because i think you would have to we've kind of mentioned this before um but just like that dynamic then if you project out what like Kyrie and uh devin booker backcourt situation is like i think they'd probably have to make sure like devin booker and Kyrie are like could gel from a basketball sense too i mean not to like do you think that they would i think right now they would Uh, i think where they're both at in their careers but Maybe like, I see good. Devin Booker progressing to want to be more ball-dominant, mm-hmm. and you're kind of stifling that development if you bring Kyrie in a that's little true. bit. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, I don't – like, I still you're think – putting a lot of faith in Devin Booker then. Though. Right. Like I'm, like, I'm still, in my mind, giving Devin Booker the benefit of, like, just being 20 years old and, like – the fact he could probably, like, I still see, like, oh, he could be, like, a, a baby James Harden or, like, Bradley Beal. 
Like, he's on that trajectory still. Yeah, Bradley Beal's a good comp. And he's a little bit bigger, too, so I think he has more defensive but, upside. But that's, like, where yeah. if you took, like, the Washington Wizards situation, like, that back, it's, like, if Phoenix thinks they can create that with Kyrie and Devin, then you should you do that trade. That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You do that. I, and that's why I'm surprised there hasn't been more traction there. They seem to have the assets and the package to kind of put it together because Eric Bledsoe and LeBron are tight, so it's a pretty pretty logical um pretty logical fit but otherwise the other interesting wrinkle in this is uh, like there's some buzz about the Cavs looking into trading LeBron and the Cavs I mean LeBron I mean a impossible uh LeBron would want to would have to want to be traded and I don't think I don't. I, the narrative doesn't spin well for him if he if that happens. Like, well, if he gets traded, the, I mean, the real issue is one, he has a no trade clause, yeah. So, so he has all bad. the leverage in it, and it's like he the only way he's getting traded, and anyway, anyone's going to trade for him this year is if the Lakers could be the Lakers, yeah, someone that he's going to re-sign but, with. Because here, here's what I'm thinking is LeBron's not going to waive his no trade clause to go to the Lakers. Still give up assets. They would have to give up more assets to get him. Right. Except, I'm not really sure what happens next year with Julius Randle. So you got to pay him. They got to have enough cap space to sign Paul George. But so if you're trading Julius Randle, Jordan Clarkson, and like, you'd have to probably move Dang and like, there's. They could move Dang. They could they could throw. I don't I don't know when their next first rounder. Is but if they can move Dang with Clark, I think someone would take Clarkson's contract with Dang. Yeah, I like. I'm higher on Jordan Clarkson though. I like Jordan Clarkson, but I just like feel like there's a ceiling with that dude. Like I don't know if that's like a he's gonna be like the marquee. I just don't see him being like a marquee name in a trade. Like I see him being like a secondary piece in a trade, but like right as and, the as like the overall like. This is your big trade piece, like Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And Dang, he might just be unmovable. I don't know who who could take him at this point because Brooklyn's not. Brooklyn already took Timothy. They're not going to take another Lakers. The Bulls. The return of Luol to the Bulls. He would hate that, but he could go. Chicago could totally do that. Yeah. Uh, We should. So it was also reported this week that it's looking like D Wade buyout is. Yeah, that report also got shout out Nick Friedel for like always having sketchy stories that get he releases something and then it's like he ends up having to retract because like sources pull back or like information like he's the one Chicago beat reporter that uh, has that but it's also like him reporting it like he changed it to be like you know it, it based on his sources like it would it seems like that's gonna happen but. I and you, like, without having any sources, could also sit here, and I would be like, def- D-Wade's definitely going to get bought out at some point in the season. He's like, not going to be a bull. He will not the finish the season as no. a bull. No, absolutely not. He's probably going to finish the season as a calf. That's interesting, because, I mean, that'd be dope for him and LeBron. I mean, but that, is, that's got to be the move. The minimum to go to Cleveland is the question. Dude, I could see him go to, uh, well, so if, like, Melo got traded to or Houston... Houston. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. If Melo somehow got moved to Houston, I'd see D Wade wanting to go to Houston for a. That would be. He doesn't really play the style of basketball Houston likes. No, but coming off the bench, like as a second unit dude. Yeah. 
That'd be, He'd nice. be nice. He'd be second. Well, I don't know if there's enough ball to go around with. There the already game. isn't enough ball, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I want, I want more. Have, I want the ball be, to be stretched. Maybe, maybe he goes to. Tony can figure that out. It's, maybe he goes to Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dwayne go. Wade signing a minimum deal with Golden State would the internet would start to melt of oh, just like anger. It would be foolish, and that's I don't see that happening. But if he's why not? Who's gonna have cap room? Just where? Who's gonna have cap room in a situation that he'd want to go to? No one's gonna need yo. Know, so like he's gonna get. So that's the one thing of it. Like Paxson said at one point was like, uh, like we're only gonna do a buyout if it's favorable f- to us. But at the same time, like they've got to kind of look at their situation. They've got to build like because the Bulls have front office has a terrible rapport with as far as like their reputation in the league and like how they're perceived. And part of the reason they signed Dwayne Wade was like having established like OG dude in there and like to speak highly of them so that, you know, for future free agents and opportunity, like if Dwayne Wade gives them the stamp of approval, like people are going to be like, all right, they're, it's not as bad as, as some people say it is. Like, it's just like they've changed yeah. or whatever the case may be. So like it's in their best interest to like end on good terms with Dwayne yes. Wade. Yeah. But Dwayne Wade also signed that fucking deal and is like, he's going to get most of that money. He will give up maybe like a million dollars or two, but it's like, when it comes to negotiations, he'd be like, because he's owed 20 million or whatever, it's like, all right, Dwayne, how about we do like 10? He'd be like, nope, 20. And it's like, or you're like, nope, I'll do 19 maybe. But they're going to be like, at like, it'll be like 15 million. No, like 19 and a half. Alright, 16. 19. Yeah, it's, it's like gonna it's, go back and forth. Like, like he's gonna get at least most, if not all. When, when he opted in, he, he there's a quote from him that was like, well, you know, D Way, why what, did you opt 20 in? 20 million 20, reasons. 23 million reasons. 23 million reasons. And so this is a money move. I think coming to Chicago in the first place was, uh, let's see what Jimmy and I can do. We can have put together a competitive team, especially in the East. But I'm gonna, it didn't fit. But I'm gonna get my money that I sacrificed and then you trade jimmy and now he's just kind of like he's kind of gotten slapped by the bulls just like he's gonna play like 30 games you're on a bad team now and the bulls there's gonna be a lot a, of Dwayne Wade. Wade less bulls team is gonna be tough like 20 year. wins 20 wins if, without him but hey they could marvin bag bagley, bagley. Mm-hmm. get a whole no need to have bag taxes if in uh, chicago with marvin bagley and a bull. That's gonna be pretty. My life's gonna be pretty sweet. Yeah, you're gonna be in a much Marvin Bagley happier, has. You're gonna be in a much happier basketball situation. So we like briefly. I don't. It was a couple months ago. We were like going through that class of eighteen, and like we're like, oh, who's Marvin Bagley? And then since that moment, like he came up a few times, and I started doing the research on him. But one thing we low key didn't address is how badass of a name Marvin Bagley is. Marvin Bagley's a cool name. Marvin Bagley the third also having the third part on there is he needs to start sweet. going by that though because people aren't really throwing MB three that's tight <laughs> it's I mean I don't know if you want to be going into the league having a very similar nickname Marvin to CB3, Bagley Marvin Bagley the third and his number is thirty five which he oh. got he's yeah I don't know like what it's happened no there no longer is cool now that Katie's uh, fandom has certainly taken a hit but that was Danny Ferry's number and they like unretired it for him which I was like. I was thinking about the conversation. That's if like, tight. <laughs> it is kind of tight, but it's also like super funny to me with the thing of a situation like 
Marvin Bagley is choosing teams, and he's like, man, I really want to wear a 35, Coach K. I can't wear it because it's retired. And Coach K is like, oh, you can wear it. Like, I'll talk to Danny. And I, it would be super funny to me, though, is if Coach K calls, and, like, Danny Ferry, who's, like, in his 50s, like, an adult, and it's like, hey, can we unretire your jersey? Like, I don't think Danny Ferry can necessarily be like, no. No. He'd be like, no, like, we have to do this because, like, I want to get this kid and win a championship. And I don't give up. Like, it's like Coach A's kind of like, yeah, you should just do this. Cause, like, but, like, if you're, like, a grown-ass man, you're dragging your feet about your college number getting unretired. Like, is that irrational or, like, is there, know. like, a – That was all I could think about. I was, like, in my – It's situation, hard for me to put my wrap my mind around it because I've never been close had to a jersey retired, jersey or anything even close to that in anything. I think that – I wouldn't really care if they unretire. I wouldn't care if anyone wore it. If as long if my jersey's up in the rafters, that's what I care about. Right. If someone else wears it, I don't care about that. Yeah, because I think jersey retiring is kind of like I think a it's weird, cool. I think it's kind of. I think it means a lot as a player. If you if you play four years of college and accomplish some great things, or you're in the pros and you but I like think a decade I, into a team and you get your jersey retired, it's pretty cool. But I think, like, having your name up there and, like, all of that stuff, I think that's cool. But I don't necessarily, like, if another kid wears it, especially, like, if you're a synonymous yes, player, yes. it's, like, that's on that kid. Because, like, everyone's going to see him wearing that jersey and think of me, and that's super cool. Yes. But, like... The idea that no one else can ever wear that jersey again is weird. Because that's, like, with the, like, a different sport, like, the Bears, like, they can't retire any more jerseys. They retire, and all the dudes they retired... They're all from, like, the 40s and 50s, and they won NFL championships, and it's like, I don't give a shit about those dudes, like... Yeah. But, like, it's cool they're they're honored, but, like, it doesn't shouldn't yeah. mean that, like, yeah. they can't honor, like, future Bears now because they used up they used up all their stuff, like, early on. Yeah. But, no, like... I, I agree with you there. No, Marvin Bagley campaign to have him or Michael Porter is heavy. Like, to be in a top three, like... Next year's drafts, I feel already have the feel of like if you don't have a top, top five heavy. pick, you're like kind of effed. But I want a top well, three. Well, they're gonna have a top three pick. I'm calling that right now. Yo, J- yeah, it's Dwayne like, Wayne is gonna maybe play. So if he plays through February, I'm gonna say over or under. So what's that? Probably gonna be like forty five ish. Like a bit like over the forty game mark. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays half in those, those games. Like under half those games. Right. Play like less than twenty games. If he goes the full season. He like he may play fifty games max. <laughs> like he, he's gonna have so I many. I do not think that he will play more than thirty games for the Bulls. I don't either. But like he's gonna have so many like wrist injuries, like shoulder tweaked and like grow like just like these BS he's like so sitting out. He's, he's not. But it's not gonna be. He's actually hurt. It's just gonna be like. Yeah, yeah I don't feel like playing dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? I mean, why I, would you? I don't think Fred want Fred. I feel, Fred Hoiberg, tough spot right now. Tough. Mm. I don't know, man. They they invested. Trading Jimmy was like, he's got, like, Fred, Fred did, um, my sources do say, like, before Jimmy was traded, he did sneak into Jimmy's locker and steal his balls back. <laughs> Gave him to Crystal. Shout out, shout out Mrs. Hoiberg. Uh, uh, Crystal has him now. She's going to make sure that no one takes her man's balls again. Uh, at this point, what's Fred got to lose? <laughs> In I my mean, mind. this team with, Levine at the two, he's a great three-point shooter. You just hope he comes back healthy and he fits Fred's style of play a lot better. And then I'm so excited for Zach. Uh, I'm not high on Laurie Markkinen, but nope. <laughs> he fits he fits his style of play too. Maybe they're gonna have a tough time 
they're gonna have a tough time banging though because re- rebounding is gonna be tough. Um, Looking at you, Bobby Lopez. Portis. Oh, Robin Lopez, they need a move too for something. And Portis can do some stuff, but yeah. neither yeah. of those guys are. We, we really this was not in this was not intentional to do this big of a Bulls tangent. Hey, we're in Chicago, I and mean, everybody. The, both, the talk of the town. Both hosts are in Chicago. And so we have to talk about Chicago sports. <laughs> it, yeah. And there's not going to be any Bears talk. They just did a little. Well, n- nothing on the field. How about that? I don't want to talk about the Bears. Something on the field to care about. This isn't that. This isn't an NFL podcast. This is an NFL no. podcast. Damn back it. To, back to uh, LeBron, LeBron Kyrie stuff. Uh, LeBron's going to be a Cav this year. The report is, there was a report that came out this week. LeBron is a hundred percent leaving Cleveland uh, because he is um, what they said has irreparable. How would you say it? Unrepairable, unrepairable relationship yeah. relationship with uh, Mr. Dan. Uh, cheap ass, cheap ass loans. Quicking loans and quicken the sack, Gilbert. Um, yeah, he. Uh, which isn't surprising. That's been the that's been the buzz for yo a while. That dude is going to go down as a guy that. That drove LeBron James out of Cleveland twice. He's also gonna. He brought a championship. I so mean, the only, the only, the which, only. Which is he gonna look? Is he gonna be looked upon favorably for finally winning a championship for Cleveland? Or the only spin he's the got guy that screwed up LeBron James. So the only spin he's got, and it's, this is gonna be, I, the contention is like, dude drove LeBron James out of Cleveland twice, but. His second return, like, Dan Gilbert did shell out. Like, they had the highest payroll every year. LeBron was on the Cavs the second year. See, even though... So, he's shelled out, like, even though he they, shelled out dollars, Even but, though he, he may, they may dislike each other personally, he, like, David Griffin, like, even though he has him. to make LeBron happy, he still has to make Dan Gilbert happy. He's not yeah. writing those checks that Dan Gilbert isn't okay with it. And they had a... The, the highest power. payroll in the league, and he did everything LeBron wanted. He supported because he him. had to win a championship. Yeah, they did it. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, it went okay. It's really, if you look at, I still blame him more for the first LeBron era with Cleveland, and how they mishandled that and couldn't get any stars there with him, because that was the time where LeBron was ready to win championships, and he just didn't have the supporting cast. And now he does. Like it's just the NBA as the league has changed, and you got to deal with teams that have three, four superstars on the team. And it just didn't really be like that. I mean, and, the talent is just and GM so Lebron, much more right now. GM side of Lebron didn't have some of the, I think the foresight with some of the guys, or maybe he did. He just didn't really care. He just need like, but yeah, he they've got some real bad contracts on a team that they like willingly took on. With like the idea of like winning a championship, well, but Iman they sign him to it. Yeah, which but ten was... million a year has not been a good investment, even in today's NBA, where guys are making fifteen, sixteen million. Like Alan Crabb is making fifteen million a year, but uh, and then you have Channing Fry they took on. Yeah, I mean, and the list just isn't really. Channing, I think, was like a good. And I love Jr. Jr. is looking a little bit pricey now. See, I'm like down with it. I'm still. I think the JR part was like needed. You had to sign him. Bring him back. Good for JR, but it's just the Iman one is just. He doesn't like JR is a really good guy to have in the playoffs. 
uh, in the regular season, he's not going to be bringing bringing his A game every night. He's been he's a bit he's a vet. He's just he's not the type of guy that's like a two way player and just going to kill it both ends no. of the floor every night. No. But either is LeBron anymore. I mean, LeBron's not either. So let's not kid ourselves. Whoa. LeBron just takes it. He in the regular not, season. Yeah, you say? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying in general. No, in the po- no, just in the regular. season. Oh, yeah, yeah he fucking coasting. should. He he's fucking coasting. should. Yeah, it's not weird. I mean, he still puts up 26, seven and seven every night. But LeBron's not at the point in his career like he needs to put up big numbers anymore. No. He just he needs, needs to needs do to, shit in the playoffs. Yep, and so do you think? Uh, do you think the Cavs end up being okay? Let's say Kyrie stays. I. What are the Cavs in the East this year? Where they finish second. No, they'll be. You think they'll they'll have have a better record than the Celtics? I think Boston's going to approach this season differently than I think last year. It mattered to them as far as like the guys they had on the team. Just like basically, if you look at the Boston thing as like a their trajectory upward. I think it was really important to them that they got that one C to like sell to the players in that, that, especially the core guys, like, you know, we can do this. But I also think they knew like getting the one seed wasn't going to mean anything for like Cleveland. But, um, see, I, I, I think if I they pick the Celtics have the most wins in the East, I think it depends on how they, how they're going to like, Hmm. Because that's the thing, like, they need to be more in the mindset of, like, being ready to beat Cleveland. So if they prioritize it, having home court is important to them, I think, yes, then they would. But if yeah. they if they don't think that is a big factor to them, because, I mean, Cleveland Cleveland w- did some work on them. They yes. they swept them on their own. They, did, they took Boston even to though, work even and their own court. Even though they lost a game, it took, it took 27 points by Marcus Smart and a game-winning three by Avery Bradley. Yeah, but Kyrie like and a bad game from LeBron. LeBron had like eleven. But points. Kyrie almost got that ish renamed after him, him in that playoff series. Yeah, and too. then in Game Four, Kyrie just put his foot down, put his Kyrie package right down on the center court, right on the Celtics logo. <laughs> See, that's and that's why. Uh, before I go on, a, uh, I just love Kyrie. That was great. I mean, as people know, but I mean that game was so fun. But that's what he's like. That's totally why he wants to do his own thing. It's like he thinks he can do that, and like. Right. And the more I've thought about this whole Kyrie thing and him going out on his own, even if he has it. not up to this point shown that he can do it, it doesn't mean that it's not possible if he's on his own without LeBron. I mean, he if, needs to be. He needs to be with more talent, though. I mean, no one in the NBA period. Like, if you put LeBron on a team with no other superstars, all all rotation players, you get to the finals. And get swept by the Spurs. Yeah, you can you can <laughs> you can make some stuff happen, but you are you're not going to be able to compete with the absolute best. Not happening. So Kyrie, I think. Do the AI? I mean, AI LeBron are like the two dudes. Like as far as literally them just being on a team and bringing yeah. in a bunch of bums to the yep. finals. I could see Kyrie maybe do that. But if you think guys like Tracy McGrady and Gilbert Arenas and Kobe some years when they were kind of the um, they didn't have anyone to pair with him after Shaq left. Those were guys that their lower half of the playoffs are not making the playoffs, and those are some of the best players in the league given you know their, their time. It's also very difficult to 
win a championship when your best player is a point guard. Because yeah, because especially now, like if he were in any significant playoff situation, he'd be going up and like in a fourth quarter, he would end up getting Kawhi or LeBron or Draymond. He would get like or Clay, you know, he would get a shutdown dude on him. And if it wasn't a guard, guard on guard, like they'd throw like LeBron at. Like if he played against LeBron anyway, like fourth quarter, LeBron's guarding him type yeah. of thing. Like the hashtag the Derrick Rose experience. Uh, I mean, it's, like, real dope to have an MVP as your point guard, but then when you're going up against LeBron James and in the fourth quarter, LeBron says, okay, we're going to win this game now, and I will shut down the Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose literally can't do anything because just of a physical superiority of LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and the other thing that – well, and but one thing that Kyrie and – Kyrie and Steph, Steph are really they have the a jump only shot. two guys – Well, that they, they have step back. And handle. Yeah, they have handles and they can step back and then yeah. just quick they've as got, hell. They've got five or so six thousand. So they, thousands. if they can get, if they can get LeBron back just a little bit, I mean, Kyrie. I'm not saying that Kyrie's going to hit that shot more often than he misses it, but he can get a shot off against LeBron. Like he can yeah. score. And uh, but I, I wanted to bring this up too. An interesting wrinkle in all of this is that cover of 2K this year is Kyrie with a yeah. Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers jersey on the front of that cover, and yeah. it's just like they released the trailer this week which is it was cool got me excited to play yeah i um so there's two more things on this um before we move on to the next thing that i have at least uh first being like so my prediction as far as how this goes down is either a i think he gets traded like in training camp before the season gets started or he doesn't get traded like if he does not get traded i think before the season he's gonna ride it out i think cleveland will just ride this thing through and like have have the leverage of just like owning his contract still and like if LeBron leaves then trying to move him and restart it but and I don't see a way that they move him if they don't get something done before the season that like but Cleveland's approach too and that was a different report is that like in their trade negotiations like they're operating as trading Kyrie as if LeBron won't be there. Which is difficult because this season you still have LeBron and like he's looking to contend for a championship. So like the structure of a trade you would make if it's to help win now, but also kind of be in the future, like that's structured differently than if you're looking to just acquire future assets to like utilize and looking like at a next like step post LeBron. Well, and the buzz out of Cleveland is that they're one the one thing they need out of one of these trades is that they want a young star. A young, I young star. Want a young star. And and pro- definitely one that they'll have control, control yeah. for a while. Uh I'm still holding on to I think that the floor for this I think they could get Wiggins. Um from the Timberwolves. I don't think they really want to do that. I think they're trying to get more. Because the Timberwolves don't really have anything that they can toss into the ring other than Wiggins. If it's I, I think that if it gets to late in the season, I could see a, something like that happening. Where they flip Kyrie for one or two, like one really good player and a pick, and maybe a salary dump. 
so they can get someone to kind of build around when LeBron leaves next year, along with K-Love. Um, hmm, that's and a weird idea. This uh, might be a bit of a bummer. Uh, separate note here, PJ, but it looks like Giannis has some type of knee injury that occurred in Europe. So FIBA is having a Eurobasket tournament, and Giannis is not playing uh, today because he suffered knee injury, but there's no. Just a little sore. Yeah, He's hopefully fine. just a little sore. Anyway, had to tell you. Jeez. Jeez. He'll be fine. He can't be hurt. Yes. He can't be hurt. He's I, un- he, if you're a freak, you can't be hurt. Um, what, what else did you want to... Uh, the only other interesting thing is just, like, two, like, let's all remind ourselves, Kyrie is 24 years old. Yeah, he's young. Two years and, like, as far as, like, under, under 24 dudes, like, you have him, you have Giannis, you have, like, Chris Stops, Jokic, and, like, maybe Bradley Beal, and, Towns. um, Towns. Like, but of the dudes that are, like, of those, yeah, and Anthony Davis, sorry. Sorry, Anthony Davis. Like, that group, though, like... And Porzingis, sorry. There's some nice dudes that are under 24 in the NBA right now. <laughs> yes. And he's one of them. It's like, as a team, like, I wouldn't mind trading a, like, a more for sure, like, a, a dude that's, like, for sure at that point and trading, like, some, like, if you're Phoenix, like, the, back to the Phoenix thing, like, trading Josh Jackson and Eric Bledsoe. If you Bledsoe, can get a for sure star, you get yeah, it. Yeah. You take it. You take it. Especially if you have enough, you're keeping enough assets around him, like, Bledsoe, and, and yeah, I mean, you could, it is possible that if you make that trade, that you regret it later for trading Jackson. Yeah. Because he just ends up being a two-way star. He could be the next Kawhi Leonard, for all we know. Yeah. But, how, the which is more likely, that that's going to happen, or that he's a, he's an average NBA like player. Like a Gilchrist, I don't know. Like and, yeah, and you now have a top five point guard and probably a guy that top 10 player and even more important a guy that you, you can give the ball to in a finals game in the fourth quarter and he can bring it home for you like you got to get those guys if they're on the table so uh it's, maybe there have been i mean you know that report came out a while too is that six teams had made offers for Kyrie. now it's got to be more now We'll see what happens, all that, but, um, but yeah. So back to two K. Two K comes out in like a couple weeks here. Uh, trailer was dope. Zach I, Levine's an eighty. I think he should be higher. Really, eighty. Uh, he was. Derrick like, Rose is seventy eight. Which kind of bulk is? I think I think Levine was like seventy nine going into last year's game. One point better, Andy towards ACL. That seems right. Dude, he's a video game swag. Like, there's certain dudes that are just like, they're they're physical things. Like when you translate into a video game, like they're just fucking dope. And yes, like, he he's he's fun to play in that game. But you uh, and you, we got a lot of snapshots of the new NBA jerseys. In that we trailer. did. Um, Shout out to the leaking of the T Wolves before they could actually release it themselves. Yeah, so that happened with their logo too. I don't know what's going on. Two K is just sabotaging. Yeah. You know what the NBA needs? They need to get the mooch in and needs to shut down those 2K leakers. Hey, he needs a job, so. He does. 
Shout out to Mooch. Yeah, so the T-Wolves jerseys, like, for the most part, the jerseys that have come out this year have been released so far aren't that different. The patch and the, yeah. the sponsorships are the biggest change in general. But jerseys themselves haven't changed a ton. Most teams aren't really no. rebranding. Tim but that's what did. Nike did. Nike did the same thing, though, with, like, the NFL. Like, the initial ones, like, their initial, when they switched over, they were very much so, like, they just, like, touched up some things and kind of did a little, like, light, Yep. redefining of like part portions of like the jerseys and logos but outside that they kept them pretty safe but yeah the t-wolves are it's like the t-wolves and nuggets that was just that was the team that i was gonna throw out too those are really the only two phoenix has kind of changed a bit but it's still kind of the same style looking yeah. um but the big ones were denver and and minnesota see right? and we had, you know shout out to will Ducey who's been on this pod but he, uh, I know he's glad they got rid of the baby blues. I don't like that. I wanted the blues. I, I like the baby blues. I've always like been blues. a fan. I'm always a baby blue fan. I, I that that was surprising that, and maybe that's a common Nuggets fandom thing that the baby blues are like not as they don't like them. But I'd be I'm kind of, I'd be bummed if I was a Nuggets fan they got rid of those because now you have that dark blue which I don't like as much. No, I don't like the idea of going darker with stuff all the time. No, like, I like I like the lighter jersey and stuff. But I, agree. I um, yeah, but the the T Wolves jerseys I think kind of I mean like I don't think yeah, they're give bad. You're honest. I like the white one, but I straight up like when I first saw them, I still kind of think this like they do have a real collegey look to them. Sure. They kind of look like, I don't know, like Marquette or Memphis, like, got a bunch of sketches for New Jersey's, and those were the ones they tossed out. Like, See, for general, some reason, just the line, that line that's above the chest, that's like, so it's like the... I don't know why they did that. The line is weird to me, above it's it. It's so weird. It makes them unique, which is, I guess, cool, but it I it's very distracting. Yeah. I feel like there's something should be there. I want to see them play in them and like see how they're when they're moving quickly what that looks like because no other team that i could think of anyway that has like bar this weird bar on your upper chest of your jersey it's it's very weird i i really like uh they they should have added more of the light green accents to their jerseys but they've got a all green i think the alternate that is going to be like that all green one i showed and you the all green one i kind of like it it's looks cool. like a C, it looks like a seahawks jersey it does look like a seahawks jersey i kind of like it it's more like for one with sprinkling that in every couple games will be kind of cool i want them to bring the trees back though yes, I, the black so, i wish they yeah. could bring back the black that black like kg one they should have been they should have brought back the trees and they the black kg it. one is so swag they should have had the so I think also all black to, jerseys are swag. They're trying <laughs> to get back away from the Timberwolves and more yeah. just the Wolves. Ooh. So I think the timber aspect is they're just kind of getting away from it a little bit. But I like the trees accents too, and I would have liked the lime green trees, but it didn't happen. All in all, it could have been. I'm pretty happy with them. I I think they're pretty cool. I like them. They could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably change them again. <laughs> but I feel like. But that's the other thing, like, I feel like certain teams, like, the Timber, like, you have to kind of redo jerseys to, like, keep buzz about yourself until you, like, really, like, hit on something that's, like, iconic. Like, unless you have an iconic jersey as a team, like, I think you should kind of switch your, like, if you're Utah, you're Minnesota, you're, you're a smaller market, let's switch Memphis, up. like, I mean, whatever. 
there are some teams in the league that their jerseys have just been trash always. Trash, but there are some that have just been perfect always. So the Bulls, Bulls jerseys are tight. They're great. I wouldn't change a thing about them. I like Celtics. Right I like to sell. I'm staring at them right now. <laughs> Celtics. Celtics classic. Yeah. I love the GE logo. Looks really nice yeah. on those. It's like Knicks, Bulls, Celtics. Knicks are great. I, the Blazers. Yeah, I like them. I, like keep it simple. Lakers, right? Celtics. Uh, There's too much going on with the T Wolves. They're trying to do yeah. kind of what the Hawks did with their rebrand. It's Yo, like futuristic and like a bunch of shit going on. It's just too much. The Hawks jer- the best Hawks jerseys that I've had for a while were when they were the be- when they were the one seed, and then they immediately changed it to that bullshit that they've got now. I was like, which I don't. I like their logo. Yeah, and I don't. I, their jerseys are fine, but they're their green that they've incorporated into it, and they're like their the neon, yellow yeah. they use is not right. No, it's but sketch. I do really. I think the Blazers might be my second favorite NBA jersey. You just love the red and black. Yeah, big red and black fan. <laughs> I am too. Go with my lines, but uh, there's uh there's something about red and black that it's like the perfect fit. When you they they just complement each other really well. They're a pretty badass color combo. Yeah, it's like it, the Atlanta Falcons, badass. Yeah, and they have, I like their jerseys too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So in summation, Teals yeah. probably gonna be changing it again. Uh, let's uh b- before we head out, I uh, we want to hit on some free agency stuff. There haven't been a ton of signings uh, since we last did a pod, which was a couple weeks ago, but. That's kind of the news, right? Is why there's why a lot of restricted news. Talk about like Nerlens hasn't gotten paid yet, and that's weird. It's looking like he they're going to get him on the cheap. There just isn't a market for big guys. I think for all these dudes that are still so Miritich, <laughs> Plumley, fuck that dude. Give Miritich a dollar. Give Miritich a dollar. No, if I'm all of those dudes at this point. I th- and I think this is going to happen for most of those, like, of that list of dudes, which is, yeah, you said Len, Alex Len, Plumley, Nerlens, Mirotich, and there's one more dude. Um, I don't know. Shit, who am I thinking? Anyway, of those guys, like, if I'm all of them, if I was their agent, which, if you need an agent, guys, like, because you're clearly not getting shit done with your current ones, give me a call. Uh, slide into those those point four DMs, but I'm signing a qualifying. I'm going to the next free agency when there's probably gonna be a little bit more money, um, or at least you're you'll be unrestricted, so you can just right. Gotta, but that's what I mean. Like you're gonna be able to get something. Clearly, the trend is not trend. It's not trending the way that you want if you're a restricted free agent. Which will also be interesting for these upcoming guys that are gonna be in that restricted. Like you got to be pretty like persistent here and like. You might see because a lot of guys do. You're because after see more extension signed. It, that's what I mean. Yeah, because like I think what ended up happening in some ways, and shout out Jimmy Butler for this, but like Jimmy could have signed a like deal, and then he was like, "No, I want like I want my money, and I'm gonna earn it." And then he went and like balled out and got paid. Um, which is like a lot of dudes are super confident, and I love dudes that bet on themselves like that. That's the fucking best, but how things like played out with some of these guys it's like if you're in that area like you might just try to resign you know if your team wants to sign you you might like you might see guys kind of be like reluctant and be like all right i want to get my money now but um it's really interesting like that shift like 
there is um like it's not I, I feel like teams are which is encouraging in my mind like being more tactical than like old school NBA because the minute this money dropped the minute I, I was like I was like all right well we're back to dumb GMs just throwing around dumb money and we got that the first year and like I think a lot of people are like oh like we're back to this again like people just throwing around stupid money like Joakim Noah getting stupid amount of money and like no one knows why um, just like bad contracts and I, now I think teams are like oh wait hold up these are bad contracts you have to be smart now once they get more cap room again I don't know because I also will continue to have the theory that NBA GMs like should not have cap room like it's like they don't do their best work because they're just like oh we'll sign these dudes and there's like no long-term outlook they're just like, oh we have cap room we have to add we have to add we have to add and it's like no no dude like you should use that cap room to be really tactful with it you should be really like strategic with it See, and not just like throw it out to like the biggest name available the year you have cap room i agree with you there but i don't know if they is, can capable i don't know if they like have the mental capability like all of them to do that back to the like, you and i argued about this a little bit a few episodes ago when we were in like in the thick of free agency when george hill and zach randolph got signed for the kings <sighs> that made sense for the kings those aren't bad deals still i see i disagree <laughs> How, wouldn't it be valuable for them to have a bunch of cap space going into next summer when almost every other team won't? They're gonna be good players in free agency next year. I don't think they're going to Sam. I, I get. I would say this. I think for Sacramento, you need to develop a. You need to have a star that you've the drafted and developed. Yeah. You need to build something, and yeah. I think they invested in that, and they're trying to build something where they actually have like a staple consistency, and they have like they're actually you. Yeah, like you just said, I guess create a culture. Maybe I just. I'm so down on George Hill, and that's where this is really resonating from. Because I got some love for Zach Randolph, but... Oh, shout out to Zach Randolph and all that weed, man. Big pounds of weed. You hear not here about this? No. Oh, he got arrested for... Uh, he got arrested for intent to sell. They found, like, a pound of weed on him or something. Like, they had so much weed, but they emphasized, like... And basically, like, reiterate Because the charge is structured for weed like that. It's like, if you have X amount that you could, like conceivably have intent to sell not necessarily meaning he was trying to sell it because yeah no he's an nba vet like they just bought that much that was that was all for personal use but he just had the amount and like that's how the charge is structured but like yeah it was wild because like if you read the report so you didn't hear about this though did he get arrested in california yeah so he's in california no so uh yeah i think he was in california yeah he was he was in la or whatever but there was like a bunch of people like just hanging out in the street like he was like somewhere and the police, like, LAPD came and, like, because um, he was definitely over, like, the legal amount you can carry. Uh, but, like, a, him and, like, a couple dudes, like, ran when the cops came. And they, like, arrested him. But as they arrested him and a couple other people, like, a riot started. And they had to bring, like, him back up. And there was, like, a legitimate, like, like police force presence, like, calling people down. They were, like, throwing bottles at police cars and doing wild shit, like. Oh it's like kind of like intense and like it was like very much like low key like haha Zach Randolph got caught with like a bunch of weed like <laughs> and that was it really but there was like actually like legitimately like kind of like a little bit of an outpour because of it wow interesting very I'm interesting. glad that I got to hear in, this in picture on the pod I'll just try to show you the picture of this after um of him walking out of the police station he has the biggest fucking grin on his face I was like my guy like I'm not a big Zach Randolph guy but uh Hey, now he, I come he's in. He's making twelve million a year for the Kings. Like Dude. he can pay that fine. He'll be Zach okay. Randolph is lived a pretty. Zach Rand. I will give Zach Randolph a ton of credit because I did not think he would have this long of a career. 
No, he's it's, made his game doesn't fit in the NBA. He's, he's made a made nice. Money, he's actually. made a real nice career. He's just buckets, man. He's just gonna fill. It he's up the forever. he's the dude in rec league where it's just like no one always go, his always moves are, oh, it's dirty. And man. I just love I love watching the vines of like Zach Randolph beating up on Blake Griffin though. Those are some uh, of the best. Those are still so funny. I wasn't anticipating talking this much about him, but we uh, we should probably close up shop yep. here. Um, check us out at thepointforwardmba.com. Uh, please email us at thepointforwardmba at gmail.com. We'd love a review on iTunes. Send five stars our way if you have the chance and uh, like what we're doing. But uh, And hey. NBA, any NBA free agents or anyone that needs an agent representation, like I said, those DMs are always Email open for that, you. Email that. Send a DM to at foolishkiller, right? Or point forward, you can if you want equal representation between Ultra and myself, we're open. We'll we'll negotiate. But, we'll get the uh, best deal for you. We'll get the mooch involved too. We won't have these ball bags lowballing you anymore. We're gonna get you paid. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. I uh, I like this in person pod experience though. This yeah. is nice. Like, I, I'm We're just gonna make Ultra move to Chicago. Yeah. We're gonna make Ultra move to Chicago so we can do this more often. I uh, will see you guys. <laughs>